name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Christ is risen. The homily this morning is about duplicity and simplicity. The verse that I would like to focus on may seem rather obscure from the story. Now Thomas, one of the twelve, called Didymus the twin, was not with them when Jesus came. The main point that I would like to make is that simplicity is good and duplicity is bad. <laughs> this, uh, this name, Didymus, means twin. And St. Nikolai says it may be that the name was given to him by a mysterious and unfathomable providence to signify the two-sidedness of his soul with its facets of doubt and faith. Two-sidedness, doubt and faith. That's duplicity. <laughs> Let's read a, a couple of descriptions to illustrate this. St. Nikolai says on, on one occasion, his personal courage and devotion to the Lord is brought out, though it arises from a kind of point of non-understanding. This was on the occasion when they received the news of Lazarus' death, and the Lord called his disciples, saying, Let us go unto him. Thomas thought the Lord was calling them to their deaths because he didn't yet understand that for the living Lord there was no dead and he was not able in his spirit to foresee that Christ would raise Lazarus from the dead. And so the evangelist writes, when Jesus said, let us go unto him, then Thomas which is called Didymus, said unto his fellow disciples, let us go and die with him. <laughs> so, that's faith, right? A very simple and direct faith. All these, although these words were spoken from non-understanding, they were characteristic of a brave and devoted heart. Okay, then we move to the other side of Thomas' soul after the resurrection. He knew of Christ's prophecies that he would rise on the third day. He had heard Jesus tell him directly himself. He now hears from ten friends that the Lord has appeared to them alive and has shown them his wounds. Ten friends. He's heard that Peter and John found an empty tomb. He may have heard this from the myrrh-bearing women also. He heard from Mary Magdalene that she had seen the risen Lord and that she had spoken with him. He also heard that two disciples traveling on the road to Emmaus 
journey, journeyed with the living Lord. Thomas has seen and known all this, but he does not believe it at all. He does not believe it because he has not seen the risen one. He makes it clear that his unbelief extends even to seeing him unless he can touch his wounds and his side. Even seeing him is not good enough. I have to touch him. Truly, looked at from a human point of view, this is a rare and inconceivable obstinacy <laughs> and persistence in unbelief. So this is this is the other side of his of his soul. There was duplicity in his soul, duplicity of faith and doubt. So what is the definition of duplicity? Well, first of all, it's deceitfulness in speech and in conduct as by speaking or acting in two different ways to different people concerning the same matter. Double dealing. I, I've never done that, but have you? The state or quality of having two elements or parts, being twofold or double. Synonyms of the word duplicity, guile, hypocrisy. You remember Jesus said to Nathanael, Behold, an Israelite in whom there is no guile. Put another way, Behold, an Israelite in whom there is no duplicity. So what is simplicity? Freedom from deceit or guile. Freedom from division into parts. State or quality or an instance of being simple. But do we really want to be simple? God is simple. God is not complex or compound. Maybe we don't want to be simple because simplicity is bad, especially as it pertains to, let's say, various uh, forms of art. Um, artlessness. Naturalness. Simplicity of matter, of manner. It's like that art's too simple, it's boring. And so simplicity then is bad. Absence of luxury, pretentiousness, ornament, plainness, a life of simplicity. Maybe that sounds like the life of a loser or, or a monk, maybe.
freedom from complexity or intricacy. How boring. What about simplicity versus duplicity in the public square? Some might say um, politics is not a field for simplicity about human nature. We need to be complex. Well, it is, isn't it? Lack of mental acuteness or shrewdness. He's a simpleton. So is it good to be simple? God is simple. In his divine nature, we say that God is simple. But the nature of man is compound, made up of both body and soul. That doesn't necessarily mean duplicitous, but it is compound. St. Justin Martyr asked this, Is the soul by itself a man? No, but it is the soul of man. Can the body be called a man? No but it can be called the body of a man. If neither of these, then by itself is a man, but that which is composed of the two together is called a man, and God is called man to life and resurrection, he is called not a part, but a whole, which is the soul and the body. And so we want to be a whole man, and so in our compound nature, we don't want to be duplicitous. We want to be simple. So that my soul's not doing or thinking one thing and my body another. I know I love God in my heart, so it's okay for me to go ahead and do this thing that I know that it's wrong. Because it doesn't matter. Because I know in my heart I love God. This is duplicity. Pride could be described as duplicity. Humility could be explained as simplicity. Some have defined integrity this way, when one's public life and private life are the same thing. This is what the family members of Billy Graham said at his funeral. He brought no shame to himself, to his organization, or the Christian faith through the course of his ministry because of the simplicity of his life and his message. Perhaps you've heard this hymn before, and we'll move to our conclusion with this. Tis a gift to be simple, tis a gift 
to be free. Tis a gift to come down where I ought to be. And when I am in the place just right, I will be in the valley of love and delight. When true simplicity is gained, to bow and to bend, I will not be ashamed. To turn, to turn will be my delight, till by turning, turning, I come around right. Simplicity is good, and duplicity is bad. Let us pray. O resurrected Lord, free us from our deceitfulness. Free us from a divided heart and mind. Free us from too much complexity in our thinking. Confirm us in the faith and zeal of your holy apostles that we may simply cry unto thee with the Apostle Thomas, my Lord and my God. For your name is holy always, now and ever, and unto ages of ages. Amen. Christ is risen.